along to another Forever Blue podcast. And this one is, as ever, supported by Hot Click Marketing of Manchester. Thanks very much to Tony. And they've just launched a new website offer. So if you go on to uh, their website, which you can easily find, just search Hot Click Marketing, and you will see then that they have an offer for website design, which is £250 plus VAT, and they will design it for you, make it mobile-friendly and all that sort of stuff. So there's a number on there, of course. Uh, contact Tony, a big blue, and he will talk you through it and try and help you. Uh, so thanks very much to Tony and Hot Click Marketing. This week, um, we're going to talk about transfer speculation. Some people love transfer speculation. Um, I read it, of course, on social media, particularly in the newspapers. I never know quite how much to believe. Um, and... Sometimes I take it with a bit of a pinch of salt. However, uh, two of the members of the Forever Blue squad, Adam and Matty, are people, younger fans, love this sort of stuff, and they're two of the younger members of the squad. I'm not sure I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I've, I've enlisted their expertise. I've sent them out on a mission to look at everything that's been happening uh, on social media, Usually in the papers. Expertise loose. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you, you've done some research. You've even got notes, Adam. You've What's got going notes, on? Notes, proper old fashioned notes on paper. <laughs> so what, what, tell me what you've found. I mean, I suppose the obvious question is. Who do you think City are going to sign? And you know the the you know the the accepted suggestion is it's two or three players maybe. But but who do you think? Yeah, so perhaps we should start with with the deal that's perhaps closer. Well, supposedly closer mm. than others, which is um, uh, João Cancelo from uh, from Juventus. So we're hearing that. Well, Gold reported quite a bit ago that we're in talks over a deal of around forty four million. Yeah. Um, and then Gazetta della Sport today have said that Pep's actually said to, to Sheikh Mansour that we need this guy, um, step up your efforts. And in the, la- in the last day, it's, it's really gone to new heights and we really stepped it up. So it's looking, yeah. looking close. It it's looks really as if Danilo maybe will go the other way or he'll at least leave. I can't imagine a scenario where Cancelo comes in and Danilo stays. Because then you have know, no, three yeah. right backs. It seems like it's yeah. But it won't be stages. part of the same deal. Is that what you said? Earlier? Yeah, yeah. It won't Apparently, be. it won't be part of the same deal. But there's a Juventus are certainly interested in Danilo. Well, according to some, according to Gazette de la Sport, actually, they think um, Juventus are interested in Danilo. But it, it won't be connected in terms of a swap or plus cash that type of thing. So. And with FFP in mind, that means Danilo's wages will go. Yeah. yeah. And it also means that it'll offset some of the cost of buying him in the first place, won't it? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good in ways. I think Danilo's a great player. I, I've seen him play really well this season and go, wow, that's better than Walker would have done. Uh, I think, even attacking wise, you know, Walker's complimented for his speed and the the way he gets down the wing. But Danilo seems to do that as well for me, and I just think he's got he's more level headed. We saw last night. Uh, he had he had an awful game for England, Walker, and I think that's just epitomised the last two seasons for um, last two seasons for us. That's so. probably why he wants to bring Cancelo in is because I don't think he really trusts Walker to, and he, or he yeah. feels like he needs to be pushed in that position at least. And yeah, I don't think that he'll do that, won't he? Yeah. So he's a right back, uh, yeah. and he's he's described as an attacking right back. Yeah. So does that put Walker under pressure? Is this to? I mean, again, there's been talk of Pep wants to sign players to keep the breath on the collar of the person who's in possession. Is that why he's signing? Do you think, or is he a first team player? I think I think perhaps that's why he's signing him. I think he'll always sign him in the view that. He, he might take over Walker, but sort of like buy him and see, see how he does. I don't think he's going to bring him in and go, listen, you're always going to be on the bench to Walker because that's not the way Pep does it. I think it'll be, 
he's not seen Danilo push Walker as much as he would like to have seen him push Walker. He hasn't seen Walker improve enough. So he's feeling, I think he needs a bit extra. I think he needs a, a number two that's going to push him further than Danilo's done. And think, that's why he's going Yeah, for. I think he wants more from his attacking wing-backs as well. Because Walker, although he is fast, he doesn't offer enough going forward, I don't think. How many assists has he got for City since he came in? I couldn't tell you, but I don't think no, it's many. Think not many. And I think he does want, like you see at Liverpool with Arnold and Robertson, they can create something from nothing with their balls into the box. And I think he wants the full-backs to be able to offer that so that there's not as much pressure from the midfield players to create. So it makes sense to sign him, I think. If you were given a percentage of, of the likelihood of this going through, what do you think? Well, by the way, by the way, Gazette de la Sport are looking at it. It seems like it's going to be yeah. you know, 85, 90 because when Pep says that he wants a player and it's gone straight to the top, then you'd like to think that we'll follow through with it and we'll do everything within our power to do it. The, the, the deal doesn't seem too much money. It's not like he's, they're demanding stupid wages or demanding crazy fees. It's not like that's been our stumbling block with yeah. big players. It seems like they're happy to sell. Yeah, they're not. They're not too bothered. They're going to bring in a replacement. They're quite happy to let him go. And so I don't think there'll be too much worries. I, what what quite annoyed me that I quite like Wan Bissaka. I, yeah, I would, I would enjoy him, him playing been, for us. Really, he's been brilliant this season, hasn't he? But and, and the thing with Wan Bissaka as well is he's English. And apparently City are trying to adopt a more homegrown stance this year and try and bring in more English players, which is maybe why Maguire's linked as well. I think Wan-Bissak is a great player, but maybe they're quoting too much. Or... Right, obviously, now I'm going to sound really ignorant. Tell me about the player you're talking about now, because I've never heard of him. Crystal Palace right back. Um... Oh, right, I'm now with you. Yeah. I've got you now, yeah, great, because yeah. the name hadn't triggered a bell yeah. and that hopefully there are other people listening who go thanks for asking that Ian <laughs> instead of going you idiot don't you know that <laughs> um, I've got you now so obviously him coming from Crystal Palace might put the price up because you, you tend to think that internal UK transfers are more expensive don't you yeah definitely and it's been said that Liverpool and Manchester United are also in, uh, interested in him so when that happens obviously they'll create a bidding war Palace will want to get as much from him as possible still be looking around to the agent will be going to United Liverpool City so I think City don't probably don't want to get involved in all that and um, Wan-Bissaka is, is, is younger than Cancelo Cancelo's 25 Whereas Wan Bissaka, he's only, uh, he's only yeah, so he's, he's certainly younger anyway than twenty five. Yeah. So perhaps we're after someone more closer to Walker's age uh, in terms of football maturity. He's got that Champions League that. experience as well, hasn't he? Whereas yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Not, so. Yeah, he's played all the games of the Champions League this season for him. So Juve have clearly rated him in that respect. So I think Pep does the same. So on the basis that again, I, some people might be surprised that we're being linked with a right back when the left-back is a much more discussed area. I know we'll come to Harry Maguire and maybe others in a minute, but is there anybody being linked with left-back or do you think City are going to settle with Mendy and Zinchenko? The only one I've seen is Ben Chilwell. Again, the English factor, but again, I think they're quoting over-the-odds over the prices and that maybe is putting City off a bit. But from what I'm hearing, Pep sort of trusts Mendy to be fit this season and, and Zinchenko is a good backup, so... I think he thinks that the right-back area is a bit more important. It seems like we're going right-back, centre-back and defensive mid as the priorities and not a lot's being talked about at left-back, but there's always a small chance that Ben Chilwell yeah. could come in. If anyone, I'd presume it would be him. Yeah, it does, does seem like all the papers are saying that we're quite happy with Zinchenko's done so well this season that he's going to reward him mm. by keeping him in the frame. Um, he's going to give Mendy his one last chance. Um, we know that Laporte can play out there if need be as well, so it does seem... 
seem like he's got more trust in those players than perhaps I would do. I'd be going out and buying another another left back to be honest. But I I understand your point, but do you not think it causes problems there because Zinchenko's been so good? If Mendy were to stay fit, how how does he balance that mm. keeping Zinchenko in the team and Mendy and and, and possibly Chilwell? That's yeah, it'd be difficult, wouldn't it? Whereas with right back, it seems like he wants Danilo out or Walker's not been good enough. So you, I, I guess it does make sense. But I, I understand your point that maybe if Mendy isn't fit, we'll be going, oh, we should have got a left back. So, in, so it, it, we could see Danilo go. We could see one player coming at right back, one of maybe two, but it's sounding like it's, it's the, the, the player you first identified. Centre-back, we know that Vincent's retired. Um, from City anyway and moved to Anderlecht so that leaves one obvious gap now that could be Sandler or Eric Garcia or whatever um, there's also a suggestion of, of uh, Otamendi going so before we get on to the positives of coming in do you, do you re- are you seeing things do you believe that Otamendi is going to go? I think so. I don't think he'll be happy with the fact that he's hardly played this season because he, he was our best centre-half without doubt last year but this season, Pep's confidence in him has just disappeared. Um, we haven't really got a chance to see why his confidence disappeared because Pep hasn't given him the opportunity to try and rectify the, the wrongs that he's seen on the training ground. So we haven't really seen it, but we know that Pep doesn't, doesn't fancy him. And that, that to me, if Otamendi you know, has got the right head on him, he should be trying to get away. And but no room. no room is at the moment of uh, other clubs being interested. Uh, Atletico Atletico Madrid, Madrid, yeah. Atletico Madrid look to be priority. To me, though, it's a bit of a worry because obviously we've lost company. Stones, although I believe he can establish himself in the first team, again, the other night apparently he had a poor game. and if he If he's not at the level we want him to be, you've only really got Laporte then as like a solid starter. And if Otamendi were to go, obviously we'd replace him, but I just don't think there's enough there. Although I can understand why we would sell him because like you mentioned last season, he wasn't quite poor, but it is a bit of a concern if he does leave, if we only sign one to replace him. Yeah, so it seems like we'll, we'll get one player to replace him. I think that Gar- there's talk that Garcia will mm. step up and take that Otamendi place. So obviously, companies going, we'll sign a replacement. No doubt, we'll talk about you know Maguire, Delit in, in well, a bit. Do it, um, talk it about it. So, now. so we'll, we'll talk about that position now. So yeah, Vince Company obviously going. We want to bring in um, a, a tough centre half to be to be sort of the leader at the back. I don't really see Laporte as much of that much of a leader at the back, really. So I think I think this, there's certainly talk that Maguire could end up coming. Uh, so the MEN have said that that Ali Maguire is the top target for that position. He is the Vincent Company replacement. Um, but Leicester are going to demand a world record fee for him. So Gold are saying around 90 million quid and um, the Express are saying 85 million. So that's a lot of money. But we mustn't forget that he did sign a new five-year contract last season. So he's got four seasons left on his contract, which is a long time. So we're going to have to pay the English premium and the premium, obviously, with the length of the contract. And, and he's a great player, 26 age. years old. Yeah. So he's got you know a good, when you look at Vincent Company, the age he's at now, if you look at Harry Maguire, 26 years old, he's got a lot of years at the top. Yeah, but so. that, tra- that transfer fee that would be in quality. I think City would be able to get it down. I've seen quotes around 75 million, but to me, that's still too much for him. I don't think he's, he's that good to be... Pr- but I guess that's the market we're living in at the moment. And whenever Man City are involved, prices are going to get hiked, aren't they? And especially with him being an English defender and 
other teams being in from as well, maybe United as well. They seem to go after every one of our transfers. Yeah, they seem to lick our scouting books. But um, obviously, the, the other option would be well, my preferred option would be delete. Oh, yeah. But it seems Hands down. Any, yeah, any any reality of that happening then? Any rumours? Any well, the, his agents a problem agent. because his agents the same one who manages Pogba, and obviously he's you know, known yeah. for he's notorious for like the way he tries to get his clients better deals and. And there has been talk about Dilic going to Barcelona along with De Jong, which to me maybe looks like the ideal place for him to go. Yeah. Although I'd love him to come to City, and United have been in for him as well. Whether he'd go there or not, yeah. I don't know. So the the agent is trying to he's trying to tout him around different clubs. There was talk about Manchester City, whether it's true or not. I think it is quite. I, I could imagine us going for a player like him. You know, young. He's already a leader at nineteen. He's great at passing the ball. You know, he's already embedded into the the philosophy, the, the, yeah. the philosophy of Johan Cruyff already, of course, being from Ajax. So he, he spearheads that. I'm sure Pep would love him, but it seems that the wages that they're demanding are just unbelievable and it would put him above or equal on par with Aguero and De Bruyne. And that'd ruin our wage structure, yeah. just like Sanchez's move ruined United's wage structure. Look, look at the problems they had with it. So I think the best thing to do if they are demanding what what we believe they are, it is to step away from it. I know Barcelona have, a, well, we, we believe that Barcelona um, have already said to him, listen, you need to drop your demands, otherwise we're not going to be able to go for you. Some papers are saying that, but Barcelona are saying, listen, sort yourself out, yeah. sort your agent out, and we'll, you can play for We're the same, we're not going to be held to ransom anymore, to ransom, aren't we? Yeah. A few years ago, that might have been the case. I think, I'm not saying we panic by but we'd do everything we could to get the player in, whereas now we're in a position of strength where we can say, look, if you don't want us, we don't want you, so... Are there any other centre halves in the frame then at all, or is it does it look like it's going to be Maguire or nothing? It can't be Maguire or nothing, can it? I don't think it can be Maguire or nothing, but I haven't I haven't been hearing no. rumours at all really. Apart, well, I can't think of anything apart from Maguire because it's been such a it's been so blindingly obvious that that's been our target according to all these different papers saying Maguire's the man, Maguire's the man that no one's really concentrated on anyone else or there's probably, there probably is backup obviously I think yeah. I remember last year in the uh, All or Nothing documentary they were talking about having they've got a, a key target and then they'll have two or three players below that that they then look to yeah, get sure after it. so you've always got people below but I think well by all accounts and by the MEN's accounts that Maguire is the man apparently so if a right back is looking 85% certain if Maguire is, is an absolute top priority and there's two or three signings, that leaves room for potentially one more. Is that going to be a striker? Is that going to be a midfielder? There's lots of midfielders being linked with City. Uh, Rodri is an obvious one. Felix is another one. But you, 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 you see a lot more speculation about midfielders, don't you? Yeah. We Are there any strikers in the, in the mix at all, anywhere? Felix is the only. He, he sort of plays as a second striker. He can play. He played up front for Portugal the other night. He can play as a striker. I think he got fifteen goals for Benfica last season, so he can play as a striker. But he's probably more likely to play off Aguero. But it doesn't look like we're in for an in like a direct striker. No Dybalas or anything like that. He Joe Felix strikes me as a, a more of a, a pet striker than Aguero does in terms yeah. of the fact that he, he's. He's, he's like a Lionel Messi. He's not an out and you can't Lionel Messi's an out and out striker, but he plays in the most forward role if you Again, like. Again the price though. What was it? Again, 100, this 100, talk. 506 million yeah, there's talk about hundred and six million, but you know, in Portugal they're saying we've already put that hundred and six million on the table and yeah. said, Listen, you can have it because he's nineteen years old. The investment that we're that we're gonna put into him will it'll be it'll be so much better in the long run. So um and, and they sort of said that 
Soriano's already met the Benfica president and said, you know, we want him. Uh, he met him in London, apparently, uh, just yeah. over a week ago. So that one seems to be moving along quite nicely. I'd love to see him because, again, he's a young lad. There's talk perhaps of him going to ben- back to Benfica last, uh, next season and spending a year on loan, effectively. But, um, at the club that he's at and then coming to us later on when Aguero's a bit closer to leaving. So right, despite that massive fee, mm. he would be one that doesn't go into the first team? Yeah, he'd be one for the future. Mm. Unbelievable. But, yeah, <laughs> absolutely crazy. But I don't think that'll stop us going in for a midfielder. I know oh, we've no, talked no. about maybe two or three coming in, but I think if we were to get Felix, it wouldn't stop us going in for a midfielder because I think a holding midfielder is a crucial position that we need to... So who's the, who's the top so on that at the moment? Rodri. Rodri's looking the most likely... Um, six foot three strong midfielder from Spain and there's talk of Fernandinho maybe dropping into the defence next season which makes sense I guess if Rodrigo to come in but obviously Fernandinho's what 33, 34 now so he can't play every game and we need a defensive midfielder and yeah Rodri's looking the most likely from Atletico Madrid Yeah I agree apparently the Emirates has said that we're prepared to pay the £62 million release clause for him um, so there's no problems there the, the price seems okay considering he's going to be a long-term uh, long-term replacement he's only 22 years old but the player has said uh, to Atletico apparently that he needs space to make his decision he's not quite sure yet uh, Barcelona Bayern Munich have also been uh, touted by the sub to uh, to be after him as well so he's got, a, he's got a big decision to make but hopefully he makes it our way because by by accounts, I I have not seen him play, but apparently he yeah. is the man. To Think, take things Fernandinho. can change so di- so quickly though, can't they? Because there was talk of Bruno Fernandez from Sporting Lisbon coming in, and then all of a sudden it was like, no, it's not happening. So so things can change so quickly, but I think midfield is a, a key area we need to strengthen, and hopefully we can bring him in. Yeah. So are there other names in midfield Dombele that have been? Is one. Yeah, Dombele um, is one. I, I loved him because he played really well for, for Leon, if you remember, in the Champions yeah, League in yeah. both games. Certainly the, the game that was at the Etihad, he controlled the midfield really well. I think he's actually better technically um, in terms of breaking the press with a pass than Fernandinho is. Um, last season when Fernandinho was playing against Liverpool at Anfield in the Champions League and again in the league, he was really struggling to break that press. He was there, he was sort of passing it backwards and passing it sideways, but he wasn't actually getting it through uh, and getting it towards our strikers to get the, the crucial goal, whereas Ndombele proved he could do that in both both the games against us, and apparently he's doing the same in, in the French league as well. And there's talk of uh, Real Madrid's Marcos Llorente as well. I don't know much about him at all, no. but he's... Um, He's, he's looking also like Young one of the back though, options. Like we spoke about, you know, the two or three below our, our main target. This talk that, that is, they are the other two also. Well, as if we're, we're always trying to build for the future with the players we're linked with, none of them are, what, over 26, 27? Yeah, that's a good so point. We're always, although, obviously, it's great to buy established players like Sanchez, who we were linked with, but I think Pep's got a more long-term plan with the signings that we're looking at. So obviously David Silva's getting a little older. He's a creative midfielder rather than a holding midfielder. Is there any thought of trying to? I'm not saying replace David Silva, but to supplement that area, or is everything reliant now on Foden coming through and playing more games next season? Or I think well, I'd imagine Bernardo and Kevin would be the, the starting two in that attacking like midfield in front of Rodri or Fernandinho, whoever it is, and then you've got Gundogan who's staying. Um, the reports yeah. are that he's staying even if he doesn't sign a new contract he'll go on a free next season so that's good news I think Whether yeah. I'd love him to sign a new contract but yeah there's Gundogan and Foden who 
will obviously step up if David doesn't play, but I don't I don't see us buying another attacking midfielder, do you? It seems like we're happy with the the amount of midfielders that we've got at the club mm. now. It seems like if Gundogan was to if we would decide to sell Gundogan because he wasn't going to sign a new contract, which we know isn't we're not going to do now, then we would have what I well, what what the papers believe we'd have gone in for Bruno Fernandez a lot more. Um, he's been unbelievable this season. His stats are mad. I'd love to have seen him come, regardless of whether Gundogan stays or not. But it does seem like yeah. we're happy with the numbers that we've got. If we were bring it's a bring in another attacking midfielder, then it perhaps would hamper Foden's um, progression into, into the into starting eleven, which perhaps Pep doesn't want. So it does seem like we're okay with with the amount of players we've got there, and now we've got more important seven. areas to strengthen, haven't we? So yeah, has to take a back seat. Sal is a worry. Well, that, that yeah. was the one I was going to come on to. You're suggesting, just to box this one off, that Gundogan and City have made their peace with the fact that he's going to stay another year and see how his contract... No, we're, well, apparently City, the MEN have said, um, City is still confident uh, that we will reach a deal at some point during the next season. Gundogan's known he did it at, well, he did it at Dortmund just before he came to us. He'll leave it until the last season, decide midway through, see how he feels at the time. And it seems like he's going to do that. So City is sort of banking on the fact that Guardiola's going to play him more, well, play him as much as he did towards the end of last season, and then he's going to sign a new deal and everything's going to be happy. But if not, we signed him for 20 million quid. He's got two Premier League titles, two League Cups and an FA Cup. That's great money if we let him go for free anyway, so... I don't mind that much if he was to go on a free, but I would like to replace him. I'd, if if we know that he's not going to sign a new deal, then I would replace him this summer, but we don't know. And then Sane is the big one. Um, that The, the rumours <coughs> of him leaving seem to have, to me, feels to me, have dropped, dropped off a little. Obviously, Bayern Munich have made noises that they're, if, if indeed they're being honest, and uh, I would qualify everything we're saying in this podcast by saying that... Um, we're not professing. I don't think you two no. are professing to be like, experts. Yeah, we have no idea about any of these deals. So, so just saying what we've heard. What I know, we've I know there are people who, who are out there who do profess to know everything and sometimes I think that's a bit of BS, but mm. we're, not, we're not doing that. Um, however, we can still read what we see and get instincts. And my instinct is that, 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 that Bayern might have been slightly... Um, what shall we say? Um, mischief making, uh, maybe a little bit, um, and that, that some of the things coming out of there weren't ever going to happen or weren't realistic. They may have had some interest. City may have had no interest anyway in Sane going. I think he's got two years, does he? Or, or might even be three on his contract. He's certainly yeah, not on sure. going into got, last year. He's got two, so he's got this season and then the season after. Yeah. So he's got two years, so there's no absolute imminent uh, reason yeah. to to panic or sell him. Mm. What so what, what's your reading of where we're up to with that? So, I well personally, I, I was happy. I was happy for him to go because I thought Pep didn't didn't really? want didn't want him because of the way he was performing. Well, the way he didn't play him last season. But then we heard Goal started saying and, and Sam Lee started saying that Pep wants to keep him so then I was like oh well if Pep wants to keep him I want to keep him so apparently Pep wants to keep him so then that comes out obviously the, the Bayern Munich president comes out and says oh it'd be great if he came over here you know we'd love him We've, you know they got rid of both both the wingers Robin and Ribery both go in so they need someone to replace him um, and and now Kimmich Bayern Munich player has come out and said you know he would fit really well in the team so they're really starting up yeah. the propaganda to try and get fuel, get the, fire, fuel, fuel the fire to get the transfer talk going but apparently the 
Uh, Bayern Munich president has come out and said that the numbers that you're talking about, which is around 100 million, um, is, is too much for them. So we're sort of trying to price him out. And Bayern Munich, apparently, according to the papers, are saying that if the deal's going to happen, Sane needs to force it through. He needs to demand to leave so that City would reduce the fee. Um, doesn't seem like he's going like to do it. that, does it? But no. I, the signing to them does make sense, I guess. He's German. They've yeah. just got Ribery and Robin out. I think Sane would tear up the Bundesliga, to be honest. I think he'd have a lot more freedom than he does in the English Premier League because obviously a lot of teams sit defensively and makes it more difficult for him. And I can imagine if he did go, he'd play, like, like Sancho has, I think he'd have a storming season in the Bundesliga. But in my opinion, I hope he stays. And I, I understand what you're saying. I think if Pep, if Pep wanted him to go, you sort of trust Pep's opinion. So if he thinks there's a problem there, then that's fine. But if, if Pep does want him to stay, then yeah, you don't want him to leave because he can become one of the world's best players, I think. So as we sit here discussing this in still fairly early June, the feeling is that we think he's going to stay. Hmm, I don't know about that. I'm I'm not sure. I think the fact that his mum and his dad are getting a bit involved apparently might be a bit. Yeah, he's looking to change agents. Apparently. Looking to change. Oh, so he's looking to change agents. So yeah. perhaps because he he's going for this. Ronaldo type image apparently he's changed, apparently trying to change agents to try and boost his you know he's a good looking lad he wants to be wants to earn lots of money in, in that sense as well it's well, funny you know I went, I went on pre-season with City a couple of years the first time I went to America they played in LA and um, this sounds terrible Houston right Houston I forgot <laughs> you know such a glamorous lifestyle <laughs> but I remember talking to a lot of young fans over there who weren't necessarily City fans and when I said to them who do you know in the City team Sane was the one now you know we here tend to think Aguero David Silva uh, perhaps Bernardo hadn't quite made the impact two years ago but um, certainly Sane was the one they all identified and was seen as and actually the posters around the city that were advertising the game were all Sane, Sane, Sane. Yeah, yeah. So so that that adds up to what you're saying then, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, and I think Bayern Munich seeing well the the were reports, I can't remember who said it, uh, what paper it was that said that Bayern Munich see him as the poster boy of German football in future. And they want to have the poster boy of German football, obviously playing for the top club in Germany. And it makes no sense for him to be playing in England if he's going to be that poster boy. And I think that would be attractive to Sane's new agent. And I think it would be attractive to Sane himself as well because obviously he likes he likes that side of it. So I can see why he would want to go back. And it wouldn't surprise me if he decided to go. But if he did decide to go, I wouldn't boo him. I wouldn't hate him. I think you know he's fair, fair enough. I think it's a fair. It'd be interesting fair move. to see what we do though in terms of if Sane were to go because that's a hundred million we've brought in, which is unheard of for City. I, Transfer record is still Sean Wright Phillips from 2005, 24 million uh, going out. I mean, um, so yeah, if he, if we were to get 100 million for him, that would be a first for us, and it'd be interesting to see if we replace him because I know he's favoured Sterling on the left this season, but if Sterling were to go on to the right, so I'm not sure who else can play on that left hand side. I'm not sure I trust Sinchenko too much. We're forgetting Mares here. Um, Mares as well, but I I said this at the start of last season. It didn't come to fruition. That I thought maybe we'd revert to three at the back a bit more, uh, and that could happen with Walker going into the right centre back like he has for England. I'm not sure I agree with that, but I think it could happen. Or Fernandinho dropping into the third centre back spot, um, and then using Cancelo and Mendy as the wing backs and just playing Aguero and Sterling off him. That could be a potential, but um, we'll have to wait and see. Depends. Yeah, definitely. So there was there was talk. 
last month that if Sane was to leave, we would bring in Felix because it'd be sort of well, you'd get the hundred million for Sane, and then you'd sell the hundred million, you'd te- give the hundred million to Benfica for for Felix. But now apparently, regardless whether Sane goes or not, we will we will go for Felix. So maybe if Sane was to go, that option of taking Joe Felix back over to to Benfica for next season might not happen. He might go yeah. straight to the first team, maybe. Yeah. So perhaps that would be... Because that seems like the, the perfect replacement for me. You'd take out Sane and bring in a player like Felix, which is a much more rounded forward who can cut in and go wide at the same time, whereas Sane is very much a winger. That's, that's his role. Whereas Felix seems, again, to be more of a pet player than Sane is. Because we've seen, like you say, in that, that three-back system, that suit Felix down to the yeah. ground, but it wouldn't suit Sane in any way whatsoever because he's not a well, wing-back and he's not a forward at number yeah. 10. So, so have I missed anything? You've done a lot of research. Is there any players we've been linked with that we've we've missed out we've here? Come, or what um, we haven't spoke about is Delph. Apparently, City are happy to let him go. Oh uh, yeah, it's about fifteen million. Yeah, or something. 10, 15 million. Yeah. West Ham have been linked with him. Obviously, Pellegrini's there. I don't know if that has an impact, but I think City are happy to let him go. And I can't see anywhere where he fits in this team, so it makes sense. But yeah, he's been a good servant, hasn't he? Obviously, yeah. he was a hero last year for what he did, just like Zinchenko has been this season. So. You know, we'll, we'll love him and we'll always remember him for, for that amazing season. And then the goalkeeper spot, we've got um, Murek seems to be the one who's going to stay as a backup or Bravo. And then the American goalkeeper is going to go back out on loan, is that right? So so one of Bravo or Murek could go then, is, so is what you're saying. Goal, of goal are saying that... Oh, so we've got, we're actually bringing in the goalkeeper, that MLS goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, Stefan, that's Stefan Fortuna, so goal have said that he's going to go out on loan. Um, Murich, apparently the son is saying that he's going to go out on loan as well, and Bravo's going to stay. Oh, okay. Right. Um, so Bravo's got another year left on his contract. I thought he would go this summer. I thought he wouldn't. He wouldn't want to be second fiddle, but mm. apparently he's going to fight it out. You know, with Edison or fight it out. <laughs> well, more fight it out for the cup games with whoever the yeah. third choice will be. But we're not sure who that third choice will be. Really. No. With if 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 Murich is going out on loan. Grimshaw's still around, isn't he? Well, there you go. So Grimshaw. So you could have Grimshaw then as third choice um, with with Bravo and then obviously Edison being the main man. So that seems goalkeeper-wise. So then, having looked at all that, then I suppose the other complication, as we sit here today, we don't know how this is all going to pan out. There's still an FFP investigation. There's a sort of counter move that City have made. And looking at the fact that Danilo could be a make-way in a deal, looking at potentially Sane could go out, you, uh, and not knowing for 100% sure that City are going to be in the Champions League next year, which could lose them up to £100 million in revenue, you wonder whether any of these deals are sort of slightly being held back on. I mean, there'll be City fans, that, well, why, why has nothing happened? Normally City are pretty much quickly in doing deals. Do you, do you sense that the holding back because of the uncertainty. That has been mentioned with regards to the Felix deal. Um, when the papers talk about the possibility of him coming, it's always like a little caveat alongside it that goes, well, Manchester City are waiting on their on, on the financial fair play to see if they're going to you know, put all this money forward. It makes sense, you know, you don't be spending 106 million on a 19-year-old <laughs> if you're just going to lose 100 odd million in revenue and maybe not even attract the greatest players in the world because you're not in the Champions League in the first place so if that makes sense if we were going to, to go out of the Champions League I don't think it would be the season coming would it it would be yeah. the season after so I guess the the time to recruit is now in preparation for any I don't think I can't imagine us getting any transfer ban but if we no. were to be out of the Champions League for a season that 
like you said, Mike. They're already under contract, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, like, now, yeah. But would they sign knowing that they're going to have perhaps two, two of the three first seasons out of the Champions League? I know I wouldn't if I'm one of the top players in Europe. Perhaps Felix would because he probably sees his next 15 years, the, the, the final 15 years of his career mm. at Manchester <laughs> City, the final 15 years. The, it, it, the rest of his career at Manchester City, perhaps, so that two years wouldn't bother him out of 15. But if you're a 25-year-old Xiao Cancelo and you're going to be playing your peak of your career in the next three seasons, you don't want to be spending two of those three out of the Champions League. Yeah. So. All right, well, thanks very much for all your research. Uh, thanks very much for looking into it. Uh, we'll see how much of this happens. But <laughs> and, and, and honestly, lads, if you two were, were absolutely in contact with everybody, the truth of the fact is that Pep could have privately briefed you before you came here and said, we think we're getting in. And even he doesn't know for sure until somebody signs on the dotted line that you can pull out at the last minute. I mean, if you think back to... The Kaká deal that that uh, City were trying to negotiate. Apparently, that was pretty much done, yeah. and then collapsed at the last minute. Things like that happen all the time. So, everybody who's listening to this, take it with a pinch of salt. We, yeah. the Forever Blue podcast, are not professing to be experts, and 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 this is defined. This is just our attempt to look at the big picture, to pull together what all the speculation is, yeah. just to just just to see where we think we're up to. Um, thanks very much to Hot Click Marketing for their support and as I said before they at the moment are launching a uh, an offer £250 plus VAT to build you a website which is for all different platforms so check them out Hot Click Marketing based in Manchester uh, and if they can help you I'm sure they will do uh, we'll be back with another podcast now generally the podcasts are released on a Monday uh, this one was released slightly earlier than a Monday, uh, but the next one will be on Monday. The, I'm trying to work out the date now here. It's about the 17th, yeah, something like that. <coughs> so that's when the next one will be out, and then there'll be the one the week after, the one the week after. So they are going to continue all the way through the summer. So thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you subscribe on the appropriate platforms. Give us five stars. Say nice things. Uh, you know all that type of stuff and uh, and we'll be back next next week but you've got like about I don't know how many days it is but anyway slightly over a week before the next one but we are we will be back <laughs> <laughs>